Hello, and welcome to Weddings Unveiled, the podcast for your wedding planning process. I'm your host, Leah Longbreak. We know how exciting and stressful playing the big day can be, and we're here to help, providing you with information and advice from industry insiders and those with firsthand experience. On today's episode, we have Taylor Roby, stylist and manager of the Salon at Bratnall. She'll share the tips and tricks, do's and don'ts when choosing your bridal beauty look. So Taylor, welcome to the show. I want to start off with what is the first thing that brides should consider and do when planning how they want to style their hair for the big day? The biggest thing is I would have to say when determining what style is best for you is get familiar with your face shape. Your face shape and your dress, Leah, definitely determine how you should style your hair. I mean, if you have a gorgeous back detailed dress, you don't want long hair covering that up. First and foremost, I think your face shape is most important. You want a style that's going to highlight your features, make you look the best on your day. That's a great point about if you have a special detail back, not to have the long extensions, Rapunzel-like, because you are going to cover it. So with that, though, does the season also kind of dictate it? Like, should you be having your hair long and down if it's like a 90 degree hot summer day? You got it. So I personally am a freeze baby. (laughs) I like my hair down most of the time in the winter to double as a second scarf. (laughs) In the winter, you can cool that off. But like your hair texture is also a super important thing. Let's say you're a super curly girl and you're getting married on a 90 degree day in the middle of July. If you don't have your hair professionally straightened with either chemicals such as a relaxer or a keratin treatment, frizz will be your worst enemy on that day. Yeah. So if you have frizz, are you going to be determining to use your natural texture in your style? Or if you do want more of the sleeker look, then it is definitely best to get your hair professionally straightened in the summer if you want that style. I think season definitely plays a part into what you're going to do with your hair and your hair texture combating the season. Right, because if you have fine, thin hair, you don't want to have all these hot roller curls done and then it just wilts. Boom, 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 boom. It falls. I can attest to that. I've had that happen so many times, you know. Even though my hair has become wavier as I've gotten older, it's still fine and thin, so you know, sweat and, you know, a lot of us perspirate from our scalp and I'm not used to having pictures taken of me every second of the day when you're the bride and focus of the day, that's a little nerve wracking. So being realistic with yourself, your face shape, obviously what dress you're wearing. Hair pieces? Hair pieces are amazing. So determining again, your face shape and then Factoring in your texture, you know, hairstylists are master magicians and illusionists. We can get there. If we know your face shape and we have determined your hair texture, 
then do we need a piece that's going to make it look cooler? Is this something low? Depending on what you're going for, we have the tools in our toolkit to get you to where you need to go. But again, that should be determined most importantly by your face shape, your dress, and your hair texture. And this is also why it's probably so crucial to work with your stylist in advance practicing what to do with your hair. You hit the nail on the head. (laughs) The biggest common mistake is the lack of consultation and communication and from a hairdresser and your bride in your chair. If you don't have a good consultation or, you know, if you don't have a good first trial, then have a second trial. Get on the same page. If everybody has clear expectations, then the results are wonderful. But you need to establish those clear expectations so that hairdressers can do their jobs and then the bride feels beautiful and confident for her day of. And it doesn't even matter if you have been going to the stylist for years If the stylist is your family member or friend, full disclosure, Taylor is one of my best friends and then my personal stylist and did my hair for the wedding day. And we made sure we had a couple of consultations to make sure that the style I wanted would work. Brides and even maids should know that like, even if you know and trust, you still need to work it out in advance. How far in advance should we be having the consultations? In our case, Leah, I was doing your color and your haircut. So I would say we started at like the moment you got engaged. (laughs) It's true. If we didn't know each other, I'd say at least give yourself four to six months in advance. If you do not know the hairstylist, if you know the hairstylist, she is in charge of your cut and color and you know, she'll be taking on your wedding for the future the earlier you can tell her that you'd like to choose her to be your stylist, the sooner the better, because then your hairstylist can start thinking about what you want to do and then ask you the questions to determine what you'd like to look like on your wedding day. Especially if you want something that is more of a process. Like you mentioned curly-haired girls maybe wanting to have their hair relaxed or keratin. Or if you have shorter hair and you want long extensions, because extensions take time. If you want braids, if you want something a little more complex, even some updos, obviously, are really complex and take time. So you need that practice because, one, to see if it actually works for your hair, but two, I would think, so you know how long it's going to take the morning of. This is very, very crucial. On my end, as a hairstylist, if I've gone through two pre-trials, I can basically do your updo, Leah, in my sleep. That way, you're smooth sailing and you're able to, instead of, as a stylist, be in your head flipping out, you can be of comfort to the person in your chair. You can... Tell them how awesome they're going to look and calm down their nerves because all eyes are on you, babe, you know, for the way. It's really nice to know what you're doing so that you can get out of your head and help somebody else on their special day. Now, we talked about length and texture a bit. What are some styles that you recommend based off of that? I mean, some people think any aisle, whether it be a church or outdoor, 
it is not the catwalk. So like the party girl hairstyle, the super trendy, like when you're going out for your girlfriends with the wave with the straight on the bottom, that's more like party girl fun. This is your wedding day. We want to be a little bit more romance. Romance is a full curl without a fish hook on the end. Braids, very soft braids, very soft twists to create interest in design. I've also seen a lot of low chignons. Chignon is just a word. It's a very fancy word. There are so many different types of chignons. There is not just one type. So don't get bent out of shape about the word. It just means basically like a low bun at the base of your neck. A prime example would be Meghan Markle to the wedding with Harry. Yes. So if you scroll through your Instagram feed or, you know, Pinterest, a lot of the things you're going to be seeing are low at the base of the neck in between your occipital bone and the back of your head and the nape of your neck. Some like to come over on the side. If you have a beautiful back detail and you want to push your hair over to the side, you can. If you have a very symmetrical dress and you want something center, that's also very popular right now. Like I said, You have short hair, then guess what? Maybe we start talking about extensions so that we can be able to achieve that style. If that style is appropriate for your face shape. So not necessarily what's trending, but what style makes you look and feel the most beautiful. And as a good stylist, you should be reading the face shape to determine where your volume if you will, where the height of your style goes. And, you know, as a bride, being open to suggestions is really important because you may want this style. You may see it all over Instagram and Facebook or Pinterest or wherever. And maybe you think that person in the picture is really beautiful, but their face shape is completely different than yours. My good rule of thumb is to put your thumb over their face and see if you really like that style or do you just really like that person in the picture? That was actually my next question for you is, have you ever had to tell a bride that a look that they want wouldn't work? Yes. To know the shape and bone structure of your face. It's a really beautiful experience to get to share that with somebody. I try to do it really gently and let them know, well, look at your cheekbones right here. And if we have volume, and you know what? Nine times out of 10, they get it. And um, I've never had anybody that didn't appreciate the advice because nobody likes to hear like that what they want is wrong. It's not wrong. It's probably a very beautiful style, but it's just not achievable. And like you were saying about um, dancing all night and sweating and stuff like that, you want to be able to give them a look that's going to last them from the early in the morning until they're dancing at midnight. It's a long day. What are some other do's and don'ts that we should be aware of when it comes to styling our hair and beauty in general for the big day? Talking about those lotion yons, which are very popular right now, A lot of people don't look the best 
when they pull all their hair back. I would say there are very few facial structures that can support and carry off that style for a wedding day. The biggest mistake would be like all this detail in the back, but there's nothing around your face. What's going on around your face, I think is most important for you as a bride to be aware about. And also your hairstylist need to be aware of that. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes is that these girls look like their hair. They have no hair. It's all in the back <laughs> of their head. And I think a pretty big mistake is to not be cognizant of what's going on around the face. Number two is there is a lot of like this boho, natural, romantic, loose kind of style going on right now. As a hairstylist, we need to be able to construct a foundation on the interior of the style. You do this with teasing. So like you look at your stylist and it's like, why are you teasing my hair? Well, a tease is basically like a net for that pin to ground into, if that makes any sense. So then like your loose curls can be very loose and flowy, but where they're pinned in, they're pinned into basically like a Velcro. That pin is not moving. Even though that style looks very loose and flowy, it still has a great foundation. Is that sticking to the sweat from dancing and stress and running around? Exactly, because all of those things can loosen the grounding of the pin. And that pin needs to be placed in a spot where it's going to be secure and it's going to last all night. Granted, we are all human and girl, if you were getting it on the dance floor, the pin can come loose. So another really big tip, put a couple of bobby pins in your purse because not everybody's fortunate enough to have their stylist at their wedding to um, help. Save you from all this wind damage. Yeah, you got it. So, okay, that's another one. The lack of consultation, obviously. Don't pull all your hair away from your face. Be aware of what your face in the front looks like. Throw some pins in your purse. I would like to touch just a second on makeup. You need blush. You need eyebrows. And you need contouring. Those things are very important because in photography, they drown out. And it may look a little aggressive at first. Through the camera lens, you need to show your face shape and highlight those beautiful features on your face. So let your makeup artist contour your beautiful features. Let her put blush on you. Let her add a little bit of either a pencil or powder to your eyebrows so you don't lose them, especially the tails. The tails seem to get lost if they're a little thin. And then my... All-time favorite mistake is way too much glitter. Glitter correlates to sweat in pictures. We want maybe our top of our cheekbones where you would put the highlighter to have a little bit of sheen and look dewy. But we don't want like your eyelids to look like they're sweating. Using a matte finish is of essence, especially on your wedding day. I don't know if this would be considered a do or don't, 
And I don't know if it's as trendy as it used to be, but what is your take on brides that make their maids have a specific style? Well, just based off of everything we've been discussing today, not everybody has the same hair texture. I mean, kudos to you if all your bridesmaids have long, thick hair that can pull off anything. But not all hair is created equal. Not all body shapes are created equal and face shapes to support that particular style. You can definitely go with a theme, like a theme of braids, and then incorporate it where you can. But what if you have somebody with really fine angelic hair that can't really support that big braid that you see a lot of times going into the low chignon? What if their hair can't support it and then they feel really bad or that they're not good enough? Nobody ever wants to make anybody feel like that. So, I mean, I would just be aware and cognizant of all the girls in your bridal party. And maybe if you want a specific style, choose more of a theme. We've talked about the chignons being a, a big trend right now. What are some other trends going into 2021, 22 that we should be considering? I really think the whole naturalistic boho approach. I mean, everybody's kind of getting back to their roots, getting back to nature. Hey, we're in COVID pandemic <laughs> time and people are getting out in the park systems and it's a really beautiful thing to see. And we're also seeing more of that natural look correlate to beauty. And we're also seeing, you know, oh my gosh, with wearing a mask, do you put on foundation during the day? No. No. <laughs> the only thing that I do is put mascara on. I mean, seriously. Yeah. In society, we're kind of getting away from the heavy, caked up, really super duper made up. We're going for more of the natural vibes. Think like natural, romantic, bohemian. Those are the definite vibes of, I think, 2020 and then leading into 2021. And this is even with like classic church black tie weddings. I'm a big fan of classic always wins. So like if you want a very slit side part, slick back, like a nice bun or like a French twist. If your face shape and a bone structure can support that, then I say, yes, go for that. Classic will never go out of style. Like a bob haircut will never be out of style. Right. Because it's your face shape that dictates what style looks good on you. But for trends, we're just going to keep seeing natural, which is fantastic. Natural and romance, for sure. Those things will never go out of style because they encompass what beauty is in our brains. What we've seen on TV, those iconic beauty styles, I don't think will ever go away. But as far as 2021, I think we're in more of a loose, relaxed, not pulled back, not so tight trend at the moment. I want to touch upon one more thing with bridesmaids, going back to what we just spoke about with if the bride wanted everyone to match. Whose responsibility is it if the bride wants the girls to 
have their hair professionally done. Not even saying that she wants them all to look the same, but she wants them to have their hair done that day. Is it up to the bride then to pay for them? Or does the bridesmaid have to agree? What is your advice for that situation? If you got it like that and want to treat your bridesmaids to their hair and their makeup, I've seen some women use that as their gift for their bridesmaids for the wedding. You know, some people do jewelry, other people do hair and makeup for the day. I think that's a really great gift, especially if you know some of the girls in your bridal party are like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to get my hair done. And she's making us get there at 8 (laughs) a.m. But I would say just be aware of who the people you have in your bridal party. If they can support dropping, depending on your stylist and your location around the country, prices definitely vary. And especially if you're doing something on location or if you're doing something in your hairstylist salon, prices vary. For a bride, I mean, it's completely up to the bride. I don't want to take full responsibility of that. I would like the bride to do that because I don't want to, any fighting. I would like this to all be handled before the day of. Don't bring the stylist in is what you're saying. If you want to be kind and pay for everybody up front, that's really cool. And then that takes the stress out of, because it's a little awkward. Like, okay, Leah, you know my salon. Mm-hmm. I am the front desk lady. I am the cleaning lady. And I am the person behind the chair doing the hair. When I have to stop to take a payment and on the wedding day when time is of essence, if that's already taken care of, I would say that definitely makes my job easier because then it's a smooth flow and your bridesmaids don't have to bring money with them or worry about that during during the day. You don't even have to deal with that. So, I mean, I think it's a great suggestion. That would be a great thing to pay ahead of time because then you don't have to worry about monetary things on the day up. That's a great point. And then you know your budget too. I did have something to share in uh, relation to bridal parties. Yes. A little bit of advice from just a, you know, little hairdresser over here. Please. I know you have heard this in the past. It's better to have an updo on day two or three dirty hair. That is a complete lie. Let me just tell you. It's a complete lie. I would like to say that again. It is a complete lie. I'm so glad you're debunking this because I always thought that that had to be a thing until you. (laughs) Clean, dry hair. Dry. I would like to specify that again dry because a lot of times these bridesmaids come and you're like on a time schedule the day of the wedding and I block anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour per updo the bride I like to block an hour and a half and that's just hair if your time slot is 8 30 and you show up at my salon at 8 15 with wet hair that means that I have to dry your hair and then you're cutting into your time of your style And we can't have any of that when time is of essence. So your hair needs to be clean, whether you wash it the night before, 
And nine times out of 10, you have the rehearsal dinner the night before. It also needs to be dry when you walk into the salon. Another thing to do for bridesmaids is if your bride is allowing you to choose your style, bring pictures. Pictures are great for inspiration. Absolutely. We'll give you our professional advice if your hair texture and bone structure can pull that off. Pictures are great. They're great for inspiration. You can let us fly with our creativity if we're like really in the groove and we're like, all right, I gotcha, which nine times out of 10, that's completely acceptable too if you have no clue as to how you want your hair done. We can definitely suggest things, but if you want to have a little bit of say into how you're going to look for the day, Bring some pictures. It's uh, great. Because even if the picture that they show you, maybe that won't work for their hair, there could be a similar style that you can recommend. You got it. You got it. Pictures are great. Again, the more time spent in a consultation, the more we understand each other and have clear expectations, better results come with clear expectations. That is such a great tip. And a great point. Is there anything else that we haven't touched upon that you want to make sure we know when it comes to bridal beauty? I think we've hit it all, Leah. And really, brides, get to know your face shape. Get to know your hair type. Please bring pictures. If you have a hair piece or a veil, your type of veil that you'd like, bring all of that to your stylist's attention and talk about it and have a really great conversation. Have many conversations, bring a bottle of wine, chat about it because this is your special day and these pictures last forever. And your hairstylist, it is, I'm sure, the utmost important thing to her that you feel beautiful and your best on your wedding day. How can we get more information about you and the Salon at Brat and All Taylor? You can always email me at troby223 at gmail.com. You can look me up at the salon at Bratnall. That's how you get a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been fantastic advice, and we really appreciate you helping us look our best. Leah, I can't thank you enough for having me and thinking of me. I adore you. I adore you. I adore you. And I look forward to our next visit in the salon. Thanks for listening to Weddings Unveiled. Make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you have a moment, please rate and review. We'd love to know what you think of the show. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to executive producers David Moss and Gerardo Orlando, production director Bridget Coyne, and audio engineers Eric Coltnow, Sean Rule Hoffman, and Declan Roars. Don't forget to enjoy the journey.